Ah, there we go. And with that sound, that means that we're we're in business. We're professionals, and that's the sound of business professionals beginning some business. <laughs> wow. Um, this is okay. A you know, small businesses are the backbone yeah. of the economy. You guys I just don't see the profits. I haven't been claiming it on my taxes. That's fine because you're not paid. <laughs> I'm an intern. Wait, I've been doing a Patreon this whole time. It rakes in like $50,000 a month. <laughs> From one mysterious benefactor. Can I at least <laughs> use you as a reference or something? We, I bet you yeah, but it's not going to be a good reference. How, how about this? How about this? <laughs> how, about, how about we try and get Elon Musk to be our one, like as a meme, get him to sponsor us for like $100,000 per month? I think we could probably do that. Does Elon Musk... Okay, he likes Reboot, obviously, right? He like, likes being epic. Yeah. He, yeah, he does like being epic. I'm sure he's seen every single episode of Reboot because he likes technology. Yeah. Here's what we need to do. We need to engineer a situation where Reboot becomes the next epic Reddit thing. Yeah. And then... It needs to become Rick or Morty, and it needs to become <laughs> Bob is Rick and Enzo is Morty. Or whatever the oh right god that, that totally is. fucking exists. Someone has done like some kind of fan animation on Instagram. Bob and Enzo, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. And okay, but in that like, let's start this stupid. Yeah, ass sorry. Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? All right. Yep. Hello and welcome to another episode of Format Guardian, the show where we criticize, analyze, and we do something else. I can't remember. Stigmatize. The, stigmatize the um, <laughs> mid-90s to early 2000s Canadian anime show called Reboot. Or sorry, de-stigmatize. We're, we're trying to make oh, it acceptable. No, I'm trying to re-stigmatize This it. is about <laughs> reboot awareness. <laughs> um, my name is Tyler. I'm one of your hosts. I'm joined by Sean. Hello. Karen. Hi. And Elaine. Hi. I don't know why I asked your name as a question. But, uh, <laughs> You're just confirming that Elaine? I'm here and my name is Elaine. We are going to be talking about, <coughs> excuse me, um, season, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> season two, episode three, When Games Clyde. This is um, quite an interesting episode, as, as I'm sure we'll all uh, weigh in on. So, uh, does anyone have anything to say before we begin our our breakdown of this episode? Yeah, new, new intro. Uh, yeah, for the uh, for the for the credits, uh, same like, old lines and music, but uh, yeah. new new clips. Yeah, uh, Enzo was an army guy in one of it, uh, and then we got some clips from the last episode. I think two spliced for, in there. I think from the season two premiere mm -hmm. and the last episode. Yeah, we saw the the. Len the code guy, breaker yeah, Len, lens yeah refreshing mm -hmm. very nice so we start this episode in game we are in some ruins and um what what did you call it karen you called it a moth but it's it definitely wasn't a moth it has moth wings it has moth tendencies <laughs> it's, um, uh, it's bug like like yeah, it's it definitely looks... inspired by bug <laughs> just personally inspired um it was like a like a golden cacodemon from doom like those red floating demons but it's golden yeah. and like a robot and it's 
shooting blasts. I think it's something blasts. from the Scorpion King, like the mummy franchise. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, it's, it, it is. Looks it's like the, a it's big the golden King. alien. <laughs> yeah, that's that, what those that, were. That was is actually Scorpion King the, the Rock? I don't know. Yes, yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. think he's actually a scorpion. <laughs> so the the other thing the other important thing happening is that all of the normal squad is dressed in all purple latex and they're doing like no they're like game. metal like they're the the whatever <laughs> robin like williams purple movie, the robin williams movie where he's a sad robot it's like bicentennial man i said yeah. bionicle man and they all laughed at me <laughs> Very that funny would be a better movie man. Yeah, Bionicle um, Man would be a great but, but movie. I will emphasize Elaine and Tyler's positions, and we'll say it was like a purplish metallic skin. It makes yeah. him look awful. It kind of makes him look like the blue guys from I'm Blue Abadiba Abada a little bit. <laughs> in Eiffel a weird 65. Way. Yeah, the Eiffel 65 blue Abadiba Abada guys. <laughs> um, I, I, I assume that was a city uh, in like Saudi Arabia when you said it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! One of their new cities next to the line is Abadi Abada. That's right. Um, so the purple soldiers are there, and they're like attack. They're trying to attack the bug, and they all jump up and they shoot at the bug, and um, it's it's not very effective, right? They're doing minimal damage. Yeah. And it's- then um, we we go outside the game, where Hack and Slash are on top of the GameCube, and they are putting some sort of device that looks like a gaming mouse um, no, in like place on top of the game. It's like a lamprey um, with the teeth, like one of right. those like things that suckers onto you in the ocean. But it does look like, also like a Nega Hydra RX extreme gaming mouse. <laughs> it's like a sucker. They called it a sucker, like a game sucker or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they like, did. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> They put the game sucker on. <laughs> <laughs> and they hit go, and Megabyte is like um, really vibing out with the game sucker, and he's pretty excited. <laughs> and um, I do have to say here, uh, Hack and Slash, they've like slowed them down and like, like had them like speak more clearly, the voice actors. So you can actually. Yes kind of let their jokes land a little bit better their whole <laughs> shtick just works yeah. a little bit better than it has in past episodes um yes, so more sure. more indication of growth from uh, <laughs> the from team the yeah the bickering yeah. is is you know better mm-hmm. yeah they're doing better bickering bickering for us all to hear you know like the teacher would say if you're like um whispering to your friend you know can you say it loud enough for everyone to hear or whatever for the they would rest say? of the class no that was yeah. when you brought something and then your teacher is like did you bring enough for the rest of uh, the class did you bring enough bands for the rest of the class <laughs> like elementary school is just like public shaming like there's no other reason for it to exist you don't learn. Yeah, anything. honestly, it is. It's so that you learn how to be embarrassed so that when you grow up, you don't become like someone who murders other people because they embarrassed you for one reason or another. It teaches us all to be virgins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, so so we go back into the game, which does look cool as hell. I would play mm-hmm. this game. It's very Me stylish. It looks like kind of Morrowindy. It's like uh, Mass Effect 0. 0.5. Yeah. 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 
That's a good way to put it. They, it's pre-Mass Effect, Mass Effect. And there's like a Space Invaders thing. I'm pretty sure it was a reference because the thing looks like a bug and it's shooting at them. And then they're like covering behind other stuff. Like it's making think, the same yeah. kind of cover sound. is not you. I don't it's like that is the original take. That is the original <laughs> shoot okay, and cover like, game shot like on Space Invaders. Okay, but, okay. I, the Uncharted way your brain works is, is based sometimes... off of <laughs> Space Invaders. Losing my mind. <laughs> they like so, kneel down behind some like waist height wall, and you're like, the first game this makes me think of is Space Invaders. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it's a they kneel behind the wall, game. and the bug stops working after the 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 self suck machine gets turned on. And um, it works just so, really slow and shitty. Yeah, Enzo walks up to the bug and he's like, "Hey, it's not working," and he kills the bug and, and the game ends. He does and a cool Enzo's... like um, he knocks its energy blast back at it with his sniper rifle. Like right, right, uh, that's right. You know, like Ganondorf end of Legend uh-huh. of Zelda style. Um, but yeah, no, definitely shouldn't have been able to do that. Uh, Enzo should never be able to defeat any enemy. <laughs> Yeah, so he defeats it. The game's over. Enzo's all pumped, and because Enzo won the game, everyone's very concerned because something. Yeah, they're like something is definitely wrong. wrong. If, yeah, if my stupid, if our stupid child is winning the game, this shouldn't happen. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Poor Enzo probably has like the lowest self-esteem ever. There's no uh. other kids in that <laughs> universe. No um, one's like. No one even gave him like a great job, Enzo. No, I think like, the exact was dialogue was like. You won, but why? <laughs> so I think we've talked about this before. Are there kid goblins? We've seen a kid yeah, goblin there's before. Yeah, there was a baby. Yeah, which had a diaper on it, but I assume they just go from diaper baby to like full grown goblin. No, wait, there was one with like the twirly hat, wasn't there? Like, I want to say I'm, I'm imagining pretty sure there was some an, like an, an adolescent di- go- goblin. Yeah, yeah, who's like oh. licking a lollipop or yeah, some the lollipop. Shit. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like braids. It's like, does Enzo have friends? <laughs> no, definitely not. Clearly That's not because yeah. there's not any friends available. That's because <laughs> yeah. he fucking sucks, right? Just, like, no, they all think he looks disgusting. They're all like little box people, and they're like, oh, look at you. Yeah, like the <laughs> normal reason you don't have friends. That's the Enzo. So, as they are all uh, f- figuring out why Enzo sucks so bad, um, the policeman says, hey, everyone, something's going wrong at the archives. And they all head over there and everyone is, um, well, Dot and Bob are talking about a whole bunch of security mumbo jumbo. I don't know. It was pretty, I couldn't, I couldn't parse with there. There was a moment where Enzo was like, how does all the archive fit in there? And points to this like little box that the archive is in. And it's like, not that big. It looks like a doorway or something. Um, and Bob's like, well, it's like a trans dimensional inter quantum (laughs) inhibitor. And he says it. And like, is the only time I've ever seen, but he says it not in a joke way. He says it like he's explaining it to Enzo. Yeah. And, and that's, I, a, that's 
what the fuck? Bob's dumb. Like we've established Bob. Bob doesn't know how his car works. He knows something. We're very suspicious. Yeah, well, it, was it suspicious. must have been like guardian training and guardian school. He learned about like certain certain specific things. You know how like some people are really smart in one field and then they're an idiot at literally everything else. He's good at being a guardian. Archiving technology. Yeah, yeah. he he excelled. Uh, Bob really never made- went to class. He was oh. just drinking delete beer. Delete <laughs> beer. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think I think Bob is. They're trying to make him slightly more competent this season, unless like yeah. a wacky goof off guy. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan, especially because I was afraid that the show was trying to fucking teach me something about computers, which is not no, why I think I'm it was, watching oh, it, it was absolute nonsense. It has yeah, it nothing gobbledy- to do goof. with computers. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so they go They go inside. They go inside the, the archives. And Karen, how, how did you describe the inside of the archives looking? Oh, uh, just like someone has too many tabs open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly or like right. I guess it would be the Windows three one one era, so you could just have like two hundred icons as well. <laughs> it's like a pop up joke, like in the early two thousands. Oh, pop up video. Every yeah. com- every comedian probably was saying like, "Y'all been on the internet and heard about these pop ups? You've seen pop ups." <laughs> that kind my of- favorite comedians were always saying, "Y'all ever been on the internet?" Yeah, me too. It's a great <laughs> bit. It goes over really well because everyone has been on the internet, right? You're right. So you're laughing and freaking out <laughs> in yeah. the audience. They're like. You're right, Jerry Seinfeld. I have been on the internet. Yeah. What's the deal with the internet? (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with the internet? Um, So they're all they're in there. I don't know. They're talking about some stuff, and then um, (laughs) the nothing really important happens there. They 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 say something or other. Oh, um, I don't know. I think there's a there was a conversation when, um, when they were actually heading. I forget the context around this conversation, but there was an interesting conversation when they were heading towards the archive, I think, where um, Enzo starts asking Bob about like, like uh, uh, about different games and, and sort of how they work. And Bob says something about how, Oh, there's like games that, um, you know, have different multiple or like have multiple different servers connected to each other. Um, And uh, Enzo's like, wow. And he's like, and Bob's like, yeah, there's, there's in, like a endless number of servers out there. So it's sort of, it's sort of fleshing out the world outside of mainframe a little bit from, because they were talking about the supercomputer, right? Like as a games in the super. And that is important for later. So, so the, the landscape of this world from what I understand is like, uh, there's these mainframes, which are like people's personal computers, basically. Um, and like each mainframe has its own guardian and viruses and people trying to play games on it, whatever. And there's like the, the nets, in the web, which are there's the good and bad version, and then there's the supercomputer, right. which is like the hub of all of it, which doesn't right. make any sense because there's no such thing. The web is inherently <laughs> decentralized. There's no well, center of the web. But what is the fine. guardians then? Like virus block or like your mom with parental? Yeah, guardians McAfee. Your guardians are your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beating you in video games every time. You never win. <laughs> Gamer mom just destroying you. I'll let you have two more hours of screens this week if you can beat me at Mario Kart, but you fucking can't, you loser. Just annihilating your like eight year old kid in every single game. Is the super just playing computer odd. like my mom 
won't stop playing odd job. <laughs> <laughs> My mom keeps making me play uh, D Dust and keeps killing me with the op from across the map. I'm seven. <laughs> he likes server farms. I don't know. For like the yeah, supercomputer. that's probably more or less. Because I mean, that's for. not central, but it's like it is where com- com- uh, personal computers access like data and resources via yeah. the web or the net or something. That's true. Yeah, that's true. The cloud. I think that makes sense. Pre-cloud. We're this right, show yeah. is trying to teach me something here. <laughs> no, this show is trying to teach you something. Reboot is not. This show is teaching me something. <laughs> the show is teaching you about how to We are educational. So we am I mom. like the audience member of the show then? Like I yeah, live with the audience. The stand-in character. Arthur the... Dent, yeah, of yeah. the show. Okay, who's Arthur Dent? You're the in-studio audience. Uh, I believe that's, that's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy protagonist. 41 or whatever number. Yeah. Okay. Learn about that. <laughs> 41. So at some point... At some point here, there is um, Guy Ritchie Snatch Lock Sock Man. I don't know what we see. Snatch Lock of... Sock Man. That is honestly like a perfect description of him, though. Like he's yes. a god. Like, oi, governor, we gotta nick, we gotta nick the mobiles and get into the archives. <laughs> and I don't actually, I, I can't remember how they introduce him. I guess they're, they're he, underground. Yeah, it's just. So so yeah, it's it's there's the Guy Ritchie ones, and they're working in tandem with the Frankenstein guys that we've already seen. In <laughs> they have episodes. the Megabyte yeah. colors, like they work for Megabyte, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, but they have like the Cockney accents, and they're always going on about different <laughs> slurs and stuff. Is with yeah. them. Is this? Yeah. Have we done an epi- every single episode? There's some kind of reference to like a Cockney accent, and all of us are too scared to try it. And this is that instance um, in the episode. I wouldn't say I'm too scared yeah, I'm to just try like, it. I'm too respectful of to. the Cockney culture. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have to support working class society. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's working class appropriation. Well, I'm just scared my, of them. Um, right? <laughs> They're gonna come from the sea and just like <laughs> yes. I am. Wow, you're doing you. tropes. Karen's doing what, tropes. Uh, what what footy team do do Cockney uh, British people? Uh, like? They like Millwall. They like Millwall. They support Millwall. They're not yeah. gooners. No, Millwall is the Millwall is the stereotypical team of like having um, ultras that like you know get into fights. Well, what do the Guy Ritchie goblins then? What for? What's this version in reboot of whatever you're talking about? Um, they're called the, <laughs> instead of Millwall, they're called Delete Wall. <laughs> wow, that's very good. Very good. And instead of soccer, they call it um, Delete Wall Access Wall. Oh, that was a curveball. They call it football. <laughs> no, actually, you're right. It is delete ball. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So they're they're. I guess they're they've got some sort of a plan that they're gonna going to um, break into the archives. And do we do we know how they're gonna do oh, that? Oh yeah, yet? yeah. Okay. So I forgot. That's what they're talking about when they're in the archive. So so the emergency that brought them there was that one of the shield layers of the archive. Uh, had almost had a failure. And that's very notable because, as Dot explains, um, this is what happens when I'm not high or drunk while watching it. <laughs> you can um, remember it. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, so as Dot explains, um, that uh, that's exceptional because the, the shield walls are so high-tech on the archive, they require a source of energy that was beyond anything else in mainframe. 
uh, except for right. but a bum a game. Ooh. Yeah. Which makes um, sense because of all the game cards that are used to mine mine coins, right? Mine <laughs> coins. Yeah. They mine, they're mining mine coins. From and, and, Minecraft. And so then... Yeah, going to Minecraft. Minecraft. That's just... how they find the bitcoins. Is in Minecraft. <laughs> I wish I'd be so good at bitcoining. It'd be so fun. So Bob goes out and he's like, "I'm going on an errand. You guys stay behind." And he tells Dot, "Dot's like, I'm going to stay in the archives and like check it out or whatever." And then Enzo's like, "Oh, can I come?" And he just says, "Like, no, you stay here. Stay and guard the entrance." He specifically no. says, "Um." Your talents, you know, you're more valuable uh, <laughs> here. Yeah. You're more valuable are. literally doing nothing yeah, and just standing around than is, if you were trying to help. Which is something that's said to you when you're like denied a promotion, that you're like more valued in this role, <laughs> in this role. Yeah. than yeah. any kind of uh, supervisor position. Yeah. Mm. So then. Um, Enzo and well, actually, then at this point, we go back to Megabyte's lair and they've got a big crane that's being worked by the um, Professor Frankenstein's monster and um, who seems to be really struggling. They seem to be used and having a hard day. Yeah, Yeah. he's gone downhill. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to go to bed. (laughs) He needs to have a nap. Um, and, And they basically build a big stargate. And and Karen, when did you say what was the timeline on this so end with Stargate? Stargate the movie came out in '94, so I'm guessing right. this season was produced in '94 because it came out on the air in '95. Right. And that, usually for TV, it's pretty quick turnaround. So, so they all yeah, went so to Stargate sense. one weekend, and they're like, "Let's make an episode." <laughs> they love like Kurt that. Russell and who else? Was James Spader. There's clearly multiple. <laughs> Elaine has this special disease where she thinks James Spader is in every movie. I've lost my mind. Okay, that's really what's happened. I've thought James, James Spader, Spader has been in like the last four movies that I've seen, and he haunts me in the night. The only movie that James Spader is in was Marvel, and he played um, Robert you know, Downey Energy. Jr. He played Robert. <laughs> he Downey played Downey Robert. Downey Downey. Downey. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Playing the dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Stargate. He played the dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they build a Stargate. And um, I we don't really know yet, but it, it seems obvious at this point that they're trying to, you know, somehow use the archives to, like, activate the Stargate. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a convoluted plan where, like, they're trying to use a game to break into the archive to take something. That's going yes. to allow them to activate this archive and or activate the portal. And at this point, we don't know what they're trying to get from the archive, yeah. but we or we, from the Stargate. We're pretty. Oh, we, we know hey, Megabyte's James Spader is in Stargate. Thank wow. you, <laughs> thank you, oh thank you. I'm like using Wikipedia, and it's right here. Once um, again, I wonder what other movies. He's he's also in Age of Ultron. He's in that horny movie too. Is the Crash. Dude, yeah, Crash. Hall. That's the yeah. main character of Age of Ultron. Is Crash? <laughs> yeah. Crash not Bandicoot. Ult- not Ultron. <laughs> misleading. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, now what happens? What happens? Okay. So as Bob is flying, flying around so gracefully as he's want to do, a game drops, but it drops on Megabyte Slayer, and I don't know if it was meant. Like, did they know it was going to drop there? I'm not totally sure on that. Hmm. 
Like, mm. were they trying? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think it would have, the plan would have worked wherever it dropped. It was just convenient right. that it dropped there because they're all there right, anyway. Right. right. So it drops on Megabyte's Lair. Uh, Bob's in there. And it is like a Call of Duty game called, what does he say? He calls it Basic Combat, I think. It says something like, um, com- uh, yeah, something like that. Um, basic combat. Uh, but but Karen, you actually said it was very similar to a game that Will plays. Yeah, uh, so Will, also known as Rory Barry, <laughs> friend of the podcast. Um, yes. So he uh, plays Combat Mission, which is like graphically literally the same. We often say games like remind us of like games that look better or different, but this is yeah. literally the same graphics and like people still play it because it's like realistic quote unquote like you <laughs> that's, that's what i thought about that game was it looks <laughs> so realistic. well if you show if you shoot like the, the tank artillery stuff uh, clearly my beyond my knowledge or understanding <laughs> but you it it like goes the right distance and does the right anou- amount of na- damage to the other tank. Oh, okay. Like they're not, oh it's not like a simulation or an exaggeration. Well, right, I guess it's right, a simulation. Right. That's anyway, that's all probably. It's not a simulation. <laughs> like, you're actually controlling you're the tank. You're actually inside the tank. <laughs> it's just a game where you go to Kandahar and you just, <laughs> it's like a big field. You get into a tank. You're just joining the Canadian forces. This is what the, yeah. the game is. So, uh, so Bob uh, reboots into Rambo, essentially. And as he's playing, the game starts going really slowly because they're sucking the game off again. And um, and as they're doing that, uh, the game starts to crash. So Fong is talking to Dodd and he's like, oh, my God, um, it's a spicy Italian game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fong's doing game... his classic bit where he has a chef's hat on. And he's saying Gabagool. And he's kissing his fingers Mama going, Mia. He's got, he's a he's got this shirt on where you can see his chest hair because it's like an open <laughs> sort of collared shirt where he has it buttoned yeah. down. He's got a big gold chain. Yeah. And he's very sweaty, and he's smoking a yeah. cigar. This whole scene mm-hmm. is very weird. <laughs> so he has weird. four sisters, and they're all named Marie. But he is a wise old Italian. Did man, the so Sopranos come out like before this? Just looking up the timeline. Oh. I've asked this before, and <laughs> no, no, that's much later. Also, based on James Gandolfini. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> No, the timeline yes. doesn't work out. Timeline no. doesn't work out. No, James but good fellas. when he lays down to go to sleep, his head is like all the way <laughs> facing the wall. <laughs> he looks like a praying mantis, James Gandolfini. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. to a yeah. legend. Um, okay, so then as the game's crashing, another game drops on top of the crashing game. And I, I, I'm not sure why that is. I guess it's because what the player is like, damn, my game crashed. I have to load up another one or something. They specifically said download another game. So that implies that he was like, fuck this shit. And immediately <laughs> went to Steam and hit download on the fair, like within like five seconds, immediately yeah. downloaded another game and started it up. So good yeah. internet That's connection. a fast computer. Yeah. Because it seemed and, like um, it was a pretty cool game that they downloaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the game drops on top of the other game, and the two games, as the title kind of implies, they two become one, as um, Sporty Spice sung so elegantly. Did she? Is sing that the name that of the song? Part? 
No, I think it's what was the baby, name of the Spice Girls song? It's called To Become One. That is correct. Okay. And I We're think okay, baby baby. sings that part. I think right? it's bowing out of this yeah. conversation. Okay. He's the why, Sean? Are you? Are, is there is there womanhood too powerful for you? No, I just yeah. I don't think I was born at the right time power. to be able to to comment on participate. <laughs> Sean, you've been a real the baby spice of the podcast right now. You've... Only ninety only nineties kids will know. Mm. Gen Z people are gonna get a hold of this and just oh. roast us relentlessly. Yeah, um, and then we'll, we'll respond by like parodying our favorite Spice Girl song, being putting up oh, on I, TikTok. I, I thought you're using parody in the other sense. Like, <laughs> we'll redact them and parody them. Karen's <laughs> yes. like, we're going to parody the Spice Girl. Um, oh God, no, they're fine. They're no, living their the best lives. Girls. Is like. 40 somethings, I think. Yeah. Are they 40? Yeah. Are they 50? Who knows? LC has a gold tooth. Hell yeah. Yeah, pretty good. That's good for them. What about Ginger? Whatever happened to her? She's being hot. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the hottest. Good for, her. good for her. Live your best life. Okay. So say. the game okay. is to become one. And then. Yeah, to become one. <laughs> and it turns into um, it turns into a mashup between dino game and uh, tank game. Yes. Which is awesome. Like, yeah, it sounds cool, cool and it is yeah. awesome. There's a plane that's like a pteranodon or a pterosaur. Pteranodon? You mean, you mean a, a petrodactyl? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to. The easiest to... way to wind up Sean is to. Yeah, that <clears> that, that was a literal face palm from Sean just yeah. narrating his we're visual mix again. Up I will not. Dinosaurs that the were trolls. in the Cretaceous <laughs> period into the Jurassic period. See, Elaine, you know what? You know enough about this to to actually know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> I, I it's even worse coming from you. So yeah, it hurts doubly bad. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten uh, anime betrayals. Um, so then the coolest thing that happens is there is what I have dubbed the tank racks. Very cool. Um, That's good. It's hands-on. Sean, Sean did call it like a T-Rex tank, and and you know I I iterated on that. Um, it, it's but... it's wrists aren't pronated correctly. They're facing <laughs> down, like the palms are facing down instead of towards the side, which is proper posture. Oh. But um, like this is possible. That's well, that's because it's crossed with the tank, Sean. That actually makes a lot of sense. Tanks can <laughs> pronate their wrists like that. <laughs> They're very flexible. Typical tank behavior. <laughs> so as the tank rex kind of shows up and bob is uh you know doing soy face or whatever um enzo and frisket are down crawling around in the sewers like little rats and um what are yeah, they looking fine. for by the way they like they yeah, go they over doing? to a sewer vent or a sewer manhole Docked. and they open it up and they're just like cool let's go in here like <laughs> what <a> precocious child okay <laughs> There's, I've seen movies. There's the movie It. It's common for children to go down sewer pipes or, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the turtles in the trope. Yeah, it's a very different situation. Hold on. In the movie It, it wasn't common for kids to go into the sewers. It was actually very extraordinary that they were going down into the sewers. It was scary. It was the fight pit. (laughs) (laughs) There weren't tons of kids down there. How many kids were in? Elaine's idea of it is just a society of children under, in the sewers. Yeah, they a live clown there. that protects them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what the movie lures them down to their city. And they need it's to a party. go down there. Uh, okay. It's a very um, good movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. So so they're down there and um, they they actually see, I'm not sure if at this point, but they see the the um, guy Richie uh, snatch stock and two smoking snatches. <laughs> um, <laughs> they see them doing doing underground crimes and um, the suck they, fuck and two kind smoking of- <laughs> snatches. <laughs> Uh, uh, that is a great movie Um, (laughs) ahead of its time for sure um so yeah then uh it turns out in the game megabyte is in the game and he hasn't re oh so this is interesting he didn't reboot he couldn't be bothered he couldn't be bothered but he was still interacting with the game have so, we seen him up? reboot i'm sure we well maybe no he, he doesn't have a button he's never but been he's... in a game before has he that's a good question he's a virus i think he's a very different morphologically than the others like he doesn't really behave or follow the same rules because he doesn't have a, a symbol to hit he does like, have a thing the... on his forehead to touch so yeah, but that's like true. maybe he pulls his little head flaps or something else. Like he <laughs> has a ton of buttons and doohickeys on his yeah, his legs come off. Body. Yeah, like whatever he's got. He just rips on. his legs off. Or Reboot. No, he presses the teeth like that are of the the skull. Oh my god, you're doing weird body horror. And he like when you press them, it's like like in the old timey cartoons where they uh, marimba the ribs. It makes that kind of sound. That's how that's he reboots. His, he marimbas his ribs. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> uh, we didn't so, see that this episode. No, so, so they must have cut it out. Well, we will. Megabyte we and Bob will. are are kind of um, working together. Well, they're trying to escape the tank cracked, and Bob is like. They get to a canyon and Bob is trying to push over a tree to help make an, um, you know, uh, impromptu bridge to cross the canyon. And he can't do it. He's not strong enough. Megabyte kind of comes over, moves him out of the way and very easily pushes the tree over. And as they're um, running over <laughs> across the tree, Megabyte just pushes Bob off Which the tree. Funny. It's, it's a great so scene. Funny. Funny. Yeah. And Bob's kind of hanging on uh, to the tree and the tank Rex is on one side, Megabyte's on the other and Megabyte pushes the tree kind of down into the canyon and as it's falling um the aforementioned plane plane dino uh hybrid which is driven by the the british goblin from from the last war game that they played in the yeah in the like world war one aerial combat game they were Mm -hmm. they were playing yeah correct so he saves bob and uh, in the meantime, Megabyte is kind of in a somehow ends up in like a tar pit, and he's sinking into the tar pit. And yeah, the tank I also is forgot how he him. got in there. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I don't know how he got in there. <laughs> he walked. He just to stepped it. in there. This yeah, <laughs> <laughs> black gunk will save pit. me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's in he's in there, and uh, the the tank Rex is uh, firing like cannon shells at him, and he or um, tank shells or something. He's like a tank minigun. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but and Megabyte is very nonchalantly just like brushing them aside. Yeah, it's he's pretty batting funny. them away like Jean Grey like bats away all of the superpowers from the X Men when she becomes like Phoenix Ooh. or something like that. Like yeah. he's have like you watched clearly... that recently. Yes, I have actually. Okay. James Spader in that. Uh, Maybe that James was Spader the movie that I thought James Spader might be. might be in. Yeah. 
I don't I don't have the tab open anymore. So we'll do which movies James Spader is in the segment later. Yeah, that that is <laughs> the final segment. Yeah, I'm pulling James, up James Spader movies and I'm going to quiz you guys. You're going to have to say like four movies and then which one James Spader is in. <laughs> or which one uh, James Spader is not in. Yeah. More like I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll so, be a so Bob segment. Bob saves megabyte he, he's kind of looking looking at him and thinking like oh i could just let him die but um cooler heads prevail for some reason um and bob actually saves megabyte by i guess swinging into the tank racks and and uh like kicking it in the chest i don't know just kicking basically <laughs> yeah, yeah just kicking it he kicks mm-hmm. it in like its weak spot which is like oh, a little yeah. symbol yeah, on its right. neck and then it explodes so then we cut back to the sewers where Frisket gets slimed by the slime stick. Um, yeah, we haven't seen that in a while. The yeah, slime stick. The slime stick. So he gets slimed. But Enzo does not get slimed. But Enzo gets captured. And my notes um, are bad. Trail off. <laughs> and so that, we don't uh, want okay, okay. I'm so, not spoiling in because I can't so, remember So what Bob, Bob heads back, uh, goes to Dot, and Dot's like, bad news, Megabyte uh, was trying to uh, steal some access codes from the archive. And it turns out he was successful. Like, uh, uh, Despite the uh, mix-up of Megabyte being sucked in, his guy Richie team was successful. They went into the archive. They they stole these. Uh, I, I forget the exact name, but they're like gateway access codes. Uh, like gateway command. That right. says. Yeah. Yeah. Gateway command. So yeah. so they are they are codes needed to activate the portal to get to the supercomputer, the thing that Megabytes wanted this entire time. So since he was a little boy. Why does <laughs> Megabyte want the supercomputer again? Because it's like, cool. Yeah, he okay. says he wants to be free. Uh, total yeah. freedom and total oh, power. Yeah. So yeah, he, he's yeah. A yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we did establish in this episode he is a libertarian. <laughs> That's right. He wants to go into the land of complete contract freedom. So they get the portal going, the portal opens and it does look exactly like um Stargate. Yeah, the the material I like. I think the CGI effects in the Stargate movie—they're not even as advanced as the Stargate show <laughs> they must from have like just five years later. Like, they're like, exactly the same. No yeah. one who makes Stargate will see this. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian children's TV show. No, like yeah. it's not going to matter. Yeah, yeah, this. this Kurt Russell movie. was sitting in front James of his TV Spader watching is reboot. not watching this. James Spader had Kurt Russell over and they were having a beer and watching all, all the episodes of Reboot and they got really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it off. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, the portal is open but it's unstable or it's not totally stable. So to test it, they get Enzo who they had captured and they kind of prod him into the portal. They have it's connected yeah. by a rope back to uh, mainframe, like a but on like a spool, basically. Yeah. And yeah, you know yeah. what? These spools of wire—they never have the end of the wire tied down to anything. Yeah. What's what with that? Thinking? What is the deal with that? What's the deal with spools? Of <laughs> <laughs> wire. <laughs> I think I you should to- be able to buy a spool of wire where the wire at the end of the spool is securely se- tied down for securely secure portal based. Combat? Dunking type situation. <laughs> Combat um, missions. Yeah. Oh, oh, this this Jerry Seinfeld thing. Wasn't there a stand-up comedian in a former episode, The Talent Show? 
Wasn't there a stand-up yeah. comedian? Yes. Yeah. Do we remember his I don't jokes? I think he was a Yeah, he had a binary joke, but it was he didn't have any jokes about spools or the internet. <laughs> he didn't have any jokes about spools? Wow. I know. Another Are you joke. Kidding me? Another joke that you think, well, I, of course I'm gonna Everyone do was doing this. Spools, like though. the audience will immediately relate. About half of the Seinfeld intro scenes for him fucking tearing into spools. Uh, you guys them. ever have a spool and then everyone starts roaring with? with laughter? Everyone starts throwing tomatoes at him. You send him through the portal, and the next thing you know, he's through the portal. <laughs> So is all the wire. The spool's spinning. crying, clapping at this point. I need a spool where you can tie it down. <laughs> just Jerry's inflection is like. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good bit. Yeah. yeah. He loves the spool. So Dot and Bob are um, actually, they're, they're way up high in the sky. And. Um, Dot is like, what's going on down there? So Bob pulls out a telescope. <laughs> he says, telescope. Yeah. It's so stupid looking. <laughs> so stupid. What do you um, use binoculars? Like, yeah, or just anything. The sky. Yeah. So know. they they notice that Enzo is getting pushed into the portal. So they zoom down there. They're zooming around. Bob does like the weakest, lamest ass shit. He's <laughs> glitched energy shield and just sort of like. <laughs> Goes it's and like does a like a plate, like and a, he just like uh, they spins spent around. too much time pose, going yeah. to the movie to see Stargate. They couldn't animate it yeah. in, in time. I yeah. highly doubt the people who are animating this or the people who are writing it. Uh, in that, I think the people who are animating it are probably uh, uh, not in the same country as the people. Writing it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Um, so, so he beats up some sprites and then. As this is happening, it seems like Dot is the one who accidentally um, kind of shoves Enzo into the portal or like uh, releases the the string and he falls in the portal. Did anyone else catch that? Or I don't know. I, I missed that. that. I thought was, uh, that he was... Trying to get rid of him forever. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? She just pushes him in. Um, so so she, everyone's freaking out. Bob, uh, or, or sorry, Megabyte gets hack and slash to grab the portal and to, I guess like run away with it. I don't really know what he wanted them to do with it, but they uh, they end up kind of dropping it or breaking it, and the portal is kind of like falling out of its container. And Bob zooms into it, and then the portal smashes on the ground, and out come uh, Bob and Enzo. I thought this was going to be something where they set up that because I know in the future seasons, like Enzo is like a crust bunk and Bob is like a silver surfer or whatever mm-hmm. i thought this was going to be like when they set that up but obviously That's, no i think it's much further i think it starts it's an arc and i think it might start near the end of this season mm-hmm. oh okay seems about right yeah mm-hmm. so it crashes they all get out and then you know megabyte kind of has dot and enzo captured and it looks hopeless but then megabyte surrenders them lets them go because Bob had saved him in the ter- Tyrannosaurus or the Tank Rex game. And that's it. He says, now we are even. He wants to win on level ground. Right. Or he doesn't want to owe Bob anything. Well, he wouldn't if he killed him. But that's Yeah, true. then you don't owe someone anything. That's a really good point, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> These are the lessons I've learned in life. You know? That's true. 
Um, and I would like um, to clarify, I think Reboot was actually animated in like Vancouver using like some uh, tanks, actually, yeah, I think that's true. Like like computer software stuff. But I still don't think the people who wrote the show talked to the people who no. animated the show. They drew it all. Yeah. <laughs> we should uh for our like hundredth episode in ten years, we should in- invite one of the uh, animators on and he's probably 80 years old i'd have them on <laughs> they've all aged like will they come on the show Terrible. 70 yeah. years Questions. in the next like <laughs> yeah so that was the episode it was um it was an interesting episode um before we get into our um you know final segment let's go around the horn karen what did you think of this episode and, and what are you going to rate it out of um uh eight to twelve telescopes Okay. Um, can I bring in binoculars and double yes, the ratings? You can. Okay. Yeah. So probably like twenty out of twenty-four halves of the binoculars. That's <laughs> Whoa, good. that's good. That's, yeah, that's pretty complicated. good. Complicated. Yeah, I I don't really know what that means, but um. <laughs> five out of six. Yeah. Someone basically. on Twitter do the math for us, please. Yeah, Thank I can't you. do fractions. I just or... did the math. What you okay. I'm no Sean. respect here. Okay. It was half That's of fine. a half though, because she said so... twenty halves of a binocular. So Karen, you gave it a good oh, rating. I did that what, was the what, main what is driving point. It, good uh it wasn't boring, which sometimes they are. Um yeah. it was pretty consistently like with the the previous episode it had a, a similar tone where it was just like mysterious and exciting which mm. is like again not to like just diss most of the episodes of the show but there's a lot of like kind of dead air or moments yeah. so uh maybe maybe those are lessening as we go on would like to think that that is happening but uh yeah so i don't have much more to say on it it's good, good. it's a good episode elaine um, I'd give it like a C plus. I was Whoa. kind of whatever Whoa. on it. Like Whoa. it was okay. It didn't have the cool like spindly guy like it had last episode. <laughs> like there wasn't any real Hi, memorable characters, and that's what I am. What do you mean, to Guy Ritchie? Was yeah, in I it. thought all the characters were good. He yeah. was in it for like twenty seconds maximum, yeah. right? Which was perfect. And we didn't see any cool <laughs> heists. Yeah, that's how long every Guy Ritchie movie should. We actually be, did right, see Darren? a heist. We literally did see a heist. No, yeah, we didn't see any of like, the cool parts of the heist. Like we're yeah, rooting all the guys. We could have seen more heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seen I, more of the Guy Ritchie I felt yeah. like it was like three different um, ideas they had for an episode that they put into one episode, as opposed to like one or two fully fleshed. To become out one, ideas. in other words, three become one this time. Three Tyler. become one. The Spice Girls uh, poly positive song. Yeah, they um, were very poly positive. <laughs> so, what are you rating it? I, I'm rating it like health. four out of uh, seven uh, friskets. Oh, you already rated. I like how it was a letter, and now it has to be a number. <laughs> yeah. They're the same. Yeah, they're the same. Okay, Sean, um, what's your take? So, uh, I do like how this one was very game focused, and we've criticized a couple of the recent episodes for kind of forgetting about the games. Mm-hmm. Um, or having them as sort of not as important. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I thought the games were cool. Um, I thought that it, it it's really showing that they are building, they're slowly but surely building something bigger and like being more consistent and treating it as less of a joke. And I think able to sort of more confidently flex their world building. And the, the mm-hmm. show feels a bit more confident at this point and like a lot more like 
honestly just like less embarrassing. Um, yes. Like there's there's fewer moments where like a character's face looks weird, or like a joke <laughs> doesn't land, or we're like what just yeah. happened. There's like a clear plot. <laughs> we can understand the causes and events. There's like a little bit of intrigue, like what's that? What's happening? And then it all sort of. I mean, it's like still a kid show, so it's not like yeah. you know super complicated to figure it out. But like, it's not lock, stock, and two smoking snatches. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but I think that it's like more again, like like clear sign after clear sign that they're like, I think becoming a real TV show, and they have aspirations beyond just like computer puns. And like the, I think yeah. I think like contrast this with like the slow food episode. They feel so <laughs> different from each other. Yeah. Where like one's just like, ooh, I'm slow and I need to get to the mission or whatever. And then this one has like stuff Didn't... happening. Three separate games, technically. That's like, true. I will it's... get. I you've convinced me a little bit on the games. Like I I do agree that the games were pretty cool and there was more of them. Yeah. I'm it's... changing my mind. <laughs> it, it's not the strongest episode ever. I would say it's not like the most exciting. There's no new characters, whatever, but I think it's very solid. I'd give it like a B plus. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm there with you. It, it was interesting. There were a lot of good, uh, a lot of good bits while we were watching it too. And that's really what I'm in it for. <laughs> I'm in it for doing bands with my friends and uh, there's lots of good bands. So high, high grade. For no me. 9-11s in this episode, actually. No. Now that I think about it. Yeah, that didn't happen. Well, like maybe there's still maybe. Okay. Well, 9-11 was more than just the events. Um, 9-11 was the event and the psychic trauma it had on the people of America. And so do you think that the trauma of last week's events of the 9-11s that happened were sticking with any of the uh, members of? Quite certainly. I mean, there was, you know, people who died in, in the last episode, definitely. And, you know, you could, you know, it would be the ultimate injustice and and maybe hearkening back to kind of the events that, that uh, uh, came after 9-11 is that. You can imagine there was probably a funeral for a, a sprite who died in one of those 9-11s that the game dropped on the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and the corpse had to reboot into it. <laughs> All of the people are just, just, like, they're just like crying. They're hoisting their guns. Getting gunned down by the tank racks. They're crying, getting into their little Mario Kart carts. Would <laughs> oh. it be the first game Everyone becomes like a purple robot. I think that would be yeah. 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 purple robot funeral. Um, so what's our last segment? Okay, so John? we have we have, we have two choices here. We have uh, a combined games segment, or we have can we guess the James Spader? Which move James do, I say do the game segment. Okay. And, uh, we'll do one James Spader after this. Yeah. But, okay. okay. So, a bonus. Yeah. So those two games, the dinosaur game and the um uh, combat game combined if you could combine two games what would they be and uh, what would the outcome uh, uh, look like uh, Elaine you go ahead um, I'm gonna go with uh, System Shock 2 Ooh. and uh, Leisure Suit Larry so he's uh, wandering around in System Shock 2 in this abandoned space station trying, trying to get to his nut horny. off but he just can't, so it's very challenging. I have no nut, and I'm a, I, have, <laughs> I have no balls, but I must nut. <laughs> this like Nuts evil AI is trying to steal your nut. I don't know. It's really anyway. a psychically damaging game. That's okay. Fun. 
Uh, Tyler, how about you? Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to combine. Hmm, I'm going to combine Resident Evil Seven and Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you get trapped in a house with Leisure Suit Larry and his family, and they're all trying to kill you and and nut on you. Oh my God, Leisure <laughs> Suit Larry must have the worst relatives, like <laughs> Horny Howard. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, pervy thirsty um, thurston yeah <laughs> and um barf sacco crumbo <laughs> uh karen how about you uh i i'm also gonna go with leisure suit larry i'm not very familiar <laughs> with this so i've i've nearly googled it but it's a good <laughs> game it's fine and the like Horniest game I can think of is Witcher Three, so I think I'm gonna go with that. Oh my god, so that just would be a similar game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a um, awesome one. Yeah, so bathtubs <laughs> abound. Okay, I, I would. Good. I think to combine it, I would combine. I would combine Dark Souls with Leisure Suit Larry. So <laughs> I, that can go two ways. You could have a situation where you are Leisure Suit Larry. And you're trying to, I guess, nut on these giant terrifying <laughs> bosses, like the, the lords of the lords Sister of Cinder Freed. or whatever. <laughs> or, or you're just like, yeah, no, I think that's it. I think you're wandering these lands trying I've to. Never, I've never played Leisure Suit Larry, but according to how we've described it, he just goes around nutting on <laughs> yeah, things. That's <laughs> He's not close. even like having sex with anything. He's That's just why you win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up Leisure Suit Larry, and it is saying that it is a Wikipedia here is saying it is a game <laughs> trying to nut on things. <laughs> no, okay. Well, it says the story's generally revolved around him attempting, usually unsuccessfully, to seduce attractive young women, and so I assume oh, okay. that the mm-hmm. object of that seduction is to not to not. So. Yeah, I mean, here's some of the names of these things: Magna Cum Laude, box no. office bust. No, that's a really? name. Larry, Leisure Suit Larry, box office bust. It's a good game, you guys. <laughs> What's the Metacritic score for that? Oh, okay, I'm going to the Wikipedia reception. Um, Metacritic score was <laughs> which platform? Xbox <laughs> Xbox 360 was the highest since 25 out of 100. Oh, yeah, not good. PC was 20. PS3 17. Not good. Those Yikes. that PS3 processor wasn't able to handle the, the nut. PS3, I thought it was much earlier. Actually, there's oh, a, well, that was God. the newest one. There's like 20 of these right? fucking yeah. things. Oh, there must yeah. be like a better one somewhere. Your suit, Larry. Leisure the first one was from the, was from 87. Come on, everybody. Oh, yeah. The first yeah, one was from 87. It's, it's really old. The latest one was from 2020. <clears throat> So really, yeah, Larry, yeah. Leisure Suit Larry, that live, um, what dreams the try twice? It's like the Mario oh horniness. God. It's been around for a number of decades now. Wow. This one looks a lot. The new ones look a lot more tasteful. Wet dreams dry twice. Honestly, <laughs> the, the newer ones look a lot more tasteful. They look like standard sort of like point and click adventures. Uh, oh, okay. I think the oldest ones were kind of like that as well. But sometimes in like sometime in like the late 90s and early 2000s uh they turned into like 
like insane horny shit. Like the one I'm looking at now, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Come Loud is disgusting. <laughs> not loud. Is it loud? It's L O U D. It's not. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm loud. I'm a link to just the Wikipedia page of this I'm one. I'm looking day. at it right now. It's oh disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it too. Yeah. This is. I awful. might actually pick this up. Um, anyway, anyway, that is it for us on this uh, very horny episode. <laughs> of format guardian we'll do Jay- thank you Jader all for joining us yeah. we'll be back, back as well at the end of march uh or you know early april or whatever it turns out to be yeah for the next episode thank you all for joining us take care and we'll see you next time bye, bye. bye.